Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Midnight Muse. It's been a hot minute since we've chatted here, but I just wanted to take a little break this week from interviews to chat a little about what's been going on. I guess I'll start today with a little life update since I haven't done one in a while. Um, so lately I've just been trying to make things work with photography and a new company that my brother and I decided to start. It's been pretty busy, but it's been really exciting so far. So I'm adjusting to all of that and uh, just trying to get into a good solid workflow. I can't really go into what's been going on as far as projects go, but I think that once things are live, I'm allowed to reshare and basically just tell you guys what projects we've been working on. It's been tough, I think, just trying to make ends meet with the virus and, you know, just trying to constantly pursue happiness. It's been really exhausting, to say the least, and I feel like I've learned so much about myself and what I value this year. I think it's really easy to slip into negativity and I know I've had a hard time trying to balance my mental and emotional state with all that's going on in the world and I know that I'm not alone in that, especially after some conversations that I've had with friends and family and a lot of different people. Some people have had their lives completely uprooted and worst case scenarios have played out because of the virus and others have found the pandemic to be a positive for them. And I guess I'm in the middle. It's, you know, caused my brother and I to start this company, which is amazing, but it's also made my social life tank and my mental health kind of tank, if I'm honest. I was supposed to go on some trips around the country, well, world, I guess. I was supposed to go to Brazil as well, but those trips didn't go through, obviously. And I was supposed to go visit friends, which was going to be my saving grace this year. But to be honest, I'm not really happy with where I live at the moment. You know, I totally get the whole it's what you make of it mindset. But lately with two really, really important things tugging at me in opposite directions, it just kind of clashes. And I guess that's why I've just been having such a hard time figuring out my next life move, you know? My boyfriend is in Milwaukee and has to be there for at least a few more years, and I'm really drawn to Chicago as a booming market for my line of work and the ample opportunity that it has. I know that how I market my business now will either set me ahead or behind for the next couple of years, and so... They're not that far apart in terms of location, the cities, but I feel a pressure of following what I know will mean the most to me when I'm at the end of my life and looking back at it, and that's like family and love and friends and whatever, but at the same time, (laughs) I'm the type of person that has always been very independent and found a lot of meaning in what I do, what I create, and what I do for work, and if I'm not doing something meaningful with my time I feel like a failure and I feel like I'm not ever doing enough and it's a constant war inside my head and I guess now you all know but yeah it's tough and it's been really difficult to try and sort through lately and so that's what's going on with my life um (laughs) I was actually speaking to a friend this week and we were talking about how we're kind of in a 
similar situation. She's actually married and a couple years older than me, but her and her husband are looking to move and figure out what works best for raising a family, but also for their work. And though I'm not married, I've got a significant other and just trying to navigate where to go and what my next move is. And, you know, I'm just such a forward thinker and I'm always thinking about my next, like, one, two, three steps because I know the seeds I plant today I'll reap in the coming years, which I guess is why these problems feel so present and like I have to fix them now. But really, it's like, do I have to have my life figured out in this very moment? Absolutely not. I don't even know what I'm going to have for dinner tonight. And so I actually think I don't have groceries. So that's what I'll be doing today. (laughs) Anyways, my friend and I were talking a lot the past couple weeks about the pressures we face as modern women and the desire to have families and we value pursuing strong relationships whether it's familial friendly or romantic and we somehow have to balance that with the pressure of being strong and independent hard workers that can also make a name for themselves and sometimes i wish there was just someone out there to tell me exactly what my next move should be and I guess that's what keeps life interesting but it's super hard to navigate especially in this season of unknowing which we talked about this morning as well like it's just this weird corona period where we feel like we can't plan anything because nobody knows when things will clear up and the world will beat this virus so We're stuck not knowing and not being able to make solid plans for a lot of things, which just results in a lot of unanticipated anxiety, and it's tough. It really is. It seems like that's what most people are trying to go through right now, at least all of the ones that I've talked to, and trying to figure out what's going on and how to adapt and how to plan for a next move loosely, just sitting in the unknown. And there's only so much we can do, right? And today's episode isn't about boys, rather, but nonetheless, it's about broken hearts. And I feel like a lot of people have had to go through a clean-out this year. And maybe you cleaned out your closet and donated all of the items you haven't worn in years. Or maybe you changed up your bathroom or, you know, reorganized your room. But maybe you shed a few friends here and there this year. And what I've come to learn is that it's really, really hard to make friends as an adult. And there can be a weird, lonely period of time between graduation and settling down. And sure, you know, we have our coworkers and our friends and family, but are we really hanging out with them all the time? And, and like, actually hanging out with them like our peers seem to be doing on social media all the time? Probably not, and chances are you at least have had a lonely night here and there where you would have loved to go hang out with friends instead of just sit at home alone, and I took a pretty big risk, I guess, just moving to a new place without family or my significant other, and I mean, my roommate and I know each other from college, but, or I guess people have told me it was bold, but I mean, really, my thought process was that it was just a next career move, so why not try a new, bigger market and see if I can make something creative work out here, you know? And after I moved, I realized that this location is really, really isolating, 
it's in the suburbs with a bunch of older people, which means it's a bit harder to just naturally meet other people in my age group, especially since I don't have coworkers and my boyfriend lives a little over an hour away. And downtown Chicago is like 40 minutes to an hour south of me, so I'm just in a weird waiting period in the middle of nowhere. And to be honest, it's caused a lot of confusion and questioning and it's all about whether you know it's the right move and what my next one should or might be and right now I don't know and it makes me really uneasy and in the midst of all of this uncertainty the virus hit this year so my first year as a freelancer woohoo and I guess I'm proud I've made it almost a full year in one of the toughest years I might face but if I'm honest I lasted a lot longer than I credited myself for. I thought I would have had to move home by now, but lo and behold, I'm still kicking and trying to hold on. (laughs) But yeah, for real, this year with the virus, my business took a large hit and I spent a lot of nights in tears full of worry and anxiety that I'd have to move back home and that my hard work to create my dream job would have all been for nothing. And It was just all around weird times in dealing with friendships and navigating all of that and I don't know what has happened to my standards lately but I think over the years I've just stopped wasting my time and energy on people that will just zap my energy and refuse to give anything up you know themselves and over the past few months it's become more apparent with friends that were, you know, asking me to hold them up while I was drowning myself. So, you know, how can I hold someone else up if I'm gasping for air too? And I'll explain what I mean. So, I had people in my life that I felt like I was close with that would constantly call and text asking for help and advice. Okay, I would give it since it was asked and they would flat out tell me like verbatim that I don't want to help myself and that's kind of when I hit my limit unless you have a real chemical imbalance and you know you seriously like actually cannot help yourself there has to be a part of you that has some sort of real desire to change and pick yourself up and else you know I don't put up with it so you know the cliche saying of like the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results well if you don't want to help yourself i don't know what to tell you it's true something you know has to change for things to get better and a lot of the conversations i've had over the past few months have just been lacking hope and it's honestly so draining and so i think it's important that collectively we try to offer some positivity and radiant hope when possible for one another. Yes, it's so great to have strong support systems, but you know, we also have to sometimes notice when we're letting ourselves be defeated. And I've had my fair share of bad days, but I also sometimes internally notice that I'm either getting ahead of myself or not offering myself enough grace in the moment or just giving into negativity and honestly realizing it is half the battle so a lot of my friends stopped asking how I was doing in the times when I needed them most and 
they would just call to talk about their problems and direct everything back to themselves and it's like it would be nice to at least ask me you know how I've been doing once in a while now you know it's been at least a month since I've been able to tell you about it tell you about what's been going on in my life tell you how I'm holding up with everything and because of that you know I totally understand in the moment when things come crashing down on us it's so easy to only focus on our own problems that we forget to ask other people what's going on in their lives and you know the saying like we care so much about wanting to be understood that we forget to be understanding it is so so true remember to be understanding it's so important to ask each other how we're doing beyond the bullshitted good how are you and ask them really and truly how their heart is holding up and a lot of us have a bad habit of putting up with these types of people for not returning effort and keeping these people close to us that only reach out when they need something or need help that's just using people And I do want to make the distinction that it's a good thing to do if you are seriously concerned a friend or loved one might take serious and threatening action, but if it's more of, you know, little day-to-day things and just not reciprocated effort and it just doesn't bring you joy, why are you letting it continue to drain you? We want to put in effort because we know that relationships are give and take and maybe these people are just you know, taking more at this time, but if it's an ongoing thing, at the same time, it's important to cut ties in places that are no longer serving us, and sometimes severing that can really, really impact us. It's a really hard lesson to learn, and something that I've been thinking about on the flip side of this all is just being grateful for all of the wonderful people and friends in my life that are supportive no matter what and something that I really struggle with is showing appreciation and verbalizing my feelings when it comes to this so I've noticed that a solid handful of my friends are really really good at sending these paragraphed messages of how grateful they are for our friendship and they never hesitate to say I love you when maybe we hang out and we're hugging goodbye and they're like bye I love you and I'm just like and for some reason that's just always been something I've struggled with and I don't know I feel like I've always had this fear of intimacy I I think it just really shines when it comes to verbalizing feelings and I know it's not an excuse and it's something I should probably work on but I feel like in the midst of finding a lot of friendships that were toxic for me I also learned to appreciate some other friends even more and recognize the importance of saying I love you to your friends sincerely and often. And so I went ahead and surprise, surprise, pulled some quotes today that I think will sum up what I want to say and probably wasn't able to spit out today, but here's the first one. There are very few people in your life who will tell you the thing you need to hear rather than what you want to hear, no matter the consequences. Recognize those people early and keep them close always. They will keep you sane, they will keep you brave, and they will keep you humble. The past few months, I've learned that it can be really hard to be honest with people you hold close to you when it comes to serious issues that you might have, and it takes a lot of courage to tell them what they might need to hear in that moment. 
But it also takes a lot of courage to hear out what someone might have to say on the flip side. Um, People that care about you and will give you honesty when you need it most are so important and they will keep you grounded and remind you to continue pursuing your best self. They won't always tell you what you want to hear, but they'll always tell you what you need to hear. And I think that's what my best friend, my sister, and my boyfriend are really good at. They'll always be supportive, but they correct me when I'm wrong and sometimes have to give me a little tough love to get me to where I need to be. And if you have someone like that in your life, I urge you to take a look at their perspective with a fresh set of eyes and recognize that they're probably coming from a good place. Okay, so the next quote is... Always be the best person you can be. Be kind even when you're tired. Be understanding even when you're angry. Do more than you're asked and don't ask for anything in return. Don't silently expect anything either. Listen when someone talks and really listen to. Stop just thinking of how you'll reply. Tell people that you love them and that you appreciate them. Go out of your way to do things for people. Be the greatest person you can possibly be and when you mess up, Make up for it in the next moment or minute or day. One thing you should never do, never spend your time trying to prove to anybody that you're great. Your actions will speak for themselves, and we only have limited time on this earth. Don't waste it. If someone doesn't see your light, don't worry. Like moths, good people are attracted to flame and light, and they will come. I really, really like this quote. I think it serves as a reminder of the type of people to keep close to you and which ones to weed out, and it reminds us the types of people we should aim to be as well. Something that my boyfriend and I have really had to work on this season is trying to be kind even when we're tired, and we're both really busy, our jobs can be pretty demanding, and on top of it all, we don't live in the same city, and it's really easy to let work stress get the best of some interactions at the end of the day when we're tired, but in those moments, you have to be a little more understanding, but also ensure that you're trying to actively put in a little more effort to be kind even when you don't want to. Listen to people, put your phone down, turn the TV off, and look them in the eyes and really listen to what they're saying. Are you just hearing what they're saying or are you actually listening, you know? And in the last bit, we spend so much time worrying about each other that we forget to worry about ourselves and stay in our own lanes. We spend so much time comparing our entire lives to someone else's highlight reel on Instagram and we beat ourselves down for absolutely no reason. And that's just honestly why I don't follow other photographers on social and if I do I don't follow too closely and that's because comparison is the thief of joy so do your own thing and stay in your own lane figure out what brings you joy and get rid of the rest well that's all I have today guys thanks for chatting wishing you all a great and inspiring week and see you later